Working Wellness. I'm Barry Strickup. And I'm Sophie Bertrand. And yeah, so today we're going to do a bit of a different episode, kind of like a catch-up, plus finally get to some of your questions that you guys have been submitting through um, Instagram, which has been fabulous. Yeah, so we're going to do a little bit of a catch-up. We've just done a pretty excruciating workout. Oh my god. So we're both pretty knackered. Which I feel like is a good, like, follow-up episode to the episode that we did about exercise, exercise yeah um and also to update before since that ep- episode I joined the gym <laughs> oh yeah so Barry's now part of a gym I now joined a gym already and I'm really enjoying it I'm not going every day um I'm going like twice a week at the moment but like that's good I feel like two I'm enjoying to three it. times a week yeah like, we're busy you know yeah we have a lot going on with work and personal life and trying to fit in you know being social as well yeah. So, yeah, I feel like I feel like two to three gym sessions a week is good. Yeah, I agree, and I feel like this is like for me, like this is like the right amount without it mm-hmm. feeling like I'm not enjoying it. I feel like if I have to force myself to go, then that's when I don't enjoy it, and yeah. like I naturally feel ready for two like gym sessions a week. Maybe that'll change in the future. But we went to a. It's not really a reformer. It's a different machine, mm-hmm. but it's like a reformer Pilates. What was the studio called? Uh, studio Legree. Legree. It just I opened kept, in Waterloo. I kept um, like referring it to as Lagray. <laughs> it's Legree. I think it's Legree. <laughs> yeah, I heard someone else say that today, so okay, I'm glad I didn't like stick my foot in it. And I was like, I'm here for Studio Lagray. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Oh my God, I was shaking. Yeah, your whole it's the thing is it's such low impact, but you're moving so slowly. Like it's all about balance, like tensing muscles you didn't even know you had I'm like nervous to wake up tomorrow yeah um I've only, I've done the class once before not that class that we did today but another one it was like more ab focused the one I yeah. did and my abs were literally dying for like four days after but I feel like even though this wasn't like an ab focused class in these kind of small movement workouts you're using your core so much for stability yeah, yeah, that like exactly. you don't even need to like do ab focused workouts because your core is just so engaged the Definitely. whole time yeah, so, so we're both like sitting here, like not like moving because we are like melted on the couch. <laughs> that will be all the movement I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> I'm literally so sorry, but it's a it's a good it's a good pain. I'm like enjoying it. I loved yeah. like um it was like a group of like girls like us doing the class, and it's just like a great environment. Like mm-hmm. everyone coming together for like a workout. It, it was, felt really social and like yeah, it was nice. Happy environment as well. Yeah, it was like not one of those like you know sometimes you go to like a workout class and it's like really dark and the music is like pumping and yeah. like no one's talking and it's yeah. kind of it wasn't like that no. at all. Total opposite, really. Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed good. it. I don't know if I'll enjoy it as much tomorrow when I wake up and I, like, can't breathe. Yeah, I haven't had that, like, the next day when you're, like, really aching in a while, so... Same. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time. I'm excited. Um, so what's been what's been going on? Lots of wedding planning. Oh, yeah. How's it? It's going good. I feel like I'm ahead. I'm yeah. visiting the venue in two weeks' time, and I probably may have already been there by the time this podcast comes out. Yeah, probably. Um... So that I'm really excited because I can finally, like, the stuff that I feel like I've done everything I can do so far, but the rest of the stuff I need to, like, visualize yeah. everything I feel like it's going to be on the day. I know, obviously, I've never planned a wedding, and I can be totally making this up right now, but I feel like you do a lot of planning, and then there's, like, this lull in yeah, between, like... Yeah, I think that is, because, like, a lot of other people say that, and now yeah. I'm feeling it. So you've done everything um, that you can, and now it's just, like, until it gets closer, and, like, 
until you can really make those like final adjustments yeah. and there's really nothing we can do. Exactly. And then actually I do have another exciting little update. Oh. Um, my cousin had his baby. <gasps> I saw in your stories. So cute. It's like out of the cousins, it's the first person to yep. have a baby. So it feels really weird. It's like the yep. next generation is coming. <laughs> I love that. Two of my cousins have babies. So between all our cousins, um, there's three little ones. Mm running around they're so cute it's really weird like because it feels like in the family we're all the kids like yep. there's six of us um but now like we're having well, what's I'm not, the but... baby called <laughs> mia i literally that's one of my names on my really? list yeah she really looks like mia as well like she's so cute and i, I know ne- i think that. she's the youngest baby i've ever held because i was like scared of babies cause... i am scared of babies. yeah but i just like fell like instantly in love with her yeah uh, Mark's brother had a baby. Oh, Mark's brother oh. and his wife had the baby oh in Australia. Oh my god, are you telling me that yeah. she was like very pregnant? Yeah, and... yeah, yeah. So How she, because I think I was with you like when it was her due date. Yeah. And yeah, so she had it like a week and a half after yeah, um, was she was due. Um, so yeah, her name is Gwen. Little Ozzy, like Gwen. niece, technically. So like, um, And I made her a baby blanket. You I did. crocheted. Yes, you've been I'm that for actually a while. so into it. I actually am going to get real. So I used to knit um, a lot. So back in, uh, not back in America, because anyone could do this um but so when I was 13 I got bat mitzvahed and part of like the tradition is that you have to do a mitzvah which is like a good deed and so my grandma taught me how to knit and we knit like over a hundred hats and donated them to the children's hospital for kids going through chemo oh my god that's so cute yeah it was actually really cute like my grandma lives in Florida in like an old age like 65 and older community and I used to go to hers like on school holidays and things like that and it'd just be like me and my grandma sitting on lounge chairs at the pool in this like old age community just like knitting hats and I was oh like my God, I, love that so I was like 11 much. 12 like years old thing. yeah it was like our thing and then I really didn't knit for like anything else like mm-hmm. I just know how but like my mom does a lot of crocheting and my grandma's both grandmas on both sides are really talented um and it's kind of like a tradition that like when someone's born in the family I want to make something homemade like my Mm. mom normally like crochets a blanket and my grandma like always knits little like socks they're so cute so I was like okay I'm going to take on this project because it's kind of like the first one that's like yeah yeah. a bit personal to me and I crocheted a blanket and it was the most relaxing impressive yeah I was really impressed with it I was impressed with it too I haven't asked you this yeah but I'm gonna ask you like can you make anyone yeah hundred percent. There's actually I feel like the one you made would have gone so no, well with my can house. I, yeah, that's I have leftover yarn, and I was like, Mark, this like matches everything because yeah. we wanted it to be like it super does. neutral. Yeah. Um, she wanted it to be super neutral for the yeah. baby as well because like the colors were just like very neutral, mm-hmm. which I love because like it's transferable to like anything. Just anything, yeah. Um, and so I'm going to, and I'll say it here, so I'm a bit accountable to it. But I really want to get into more knitting projects because I find it in the evening, like, it's a really nice way to, like, unwind and I'm not attached to my phone. I need to find something. Like, I really want, I was saying this to you before, I feel like I need to read more or... Yeah. And I only ever read nonfiction. Yeah, this is, I read, so, like, I guess for, like, nutritionists and dietitians, it's so important to keep up with, like... Well, that's what I feel like when I'm reading, it should be kind of furthering my education and yeah kind of what I'm doing you know in terms of work yeah I switch off for every like non-fiction book that I read I'll read like a story that's really good um and yeah I love 
to read. I really wanted to get into like Audible, so like the audiobooks, like because oh, I yeah. thought on my commute in, to work it might be good. But there's just something about like actually sitting with the book I think that I'd like. Yeah. So if anyone wants, let me have a think about some of the books that I read. I actually got a really good book, um, a book recommendation from the High Low podcast um, called My Sister's a Serial Killer. And it was like the quickest read in the world. Honestly, it was 200 pages. I went through it on the plane to and from Italy when we went last um, month. Oh, you got through it. Literally just on the plane. It's like a two hour plane each way. So and like good. between like so you he, and Mark didn't talk at all on the train. No, <laughs> no, he like kept trying to talk to me, and I was like, "I'm reading," because <laughs> there's, no, there's no time. There's no get um, me for the whole weekend. Yeah, there's no uh, uh, uh what are they called? Televisions on like inter-European oh, yeah. flights. Yeah. We're like in America, like inter, like even though they're like from oh. one city to another, you always get most likely you're gonna get a television. Cool. Yeah. So we only get televisions if we fly to America. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So interesting. Um, but that was really good. And then I read like some other one called like My Husband's Secret or something like that. Like a bit of a thriller. I kind of like those I like books. Those um, normally I can guess the ending. Um, but I always really do like you know reading what I them. I used to do. I used to read like the last page. I used to do first. that too. Did I used you? To do that too, yeah. Oh my god, how funny! But I never told anyone. So that I could. Yeah, no, me neither. So that I could kind of like piece it together as I was going along and like Same. work out how we got from like A to B kind of thing. Same. I actually like, we should talk about it because I would love to start a book club. But. That would most me to read. Yeah. But like not always nutrition related. So like I will switch off every now and then. Yeah. Um, But I just like, I, I like to like read something, but then I want to have someone to chat about it with. That's, honestly, I don't like watching series on my own because I'm like, I need to discuss this with someone. Yeah. It's like. I'm watching The Apprentice at the moment. I absolutely love The American love... Apprentice or The UK Apprentice? No, UK Apprentice. Oh, I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. Like, it's weirdly, like, one of my favourite programmes. That's, like, how on. I feel about Shark Tank. Yeah, oh, me and Ash love Shark Well, Ash loves Shark Tank, but I will watch it with him. I, I, I don't live. like it as much as he does, My mom. it's a good show. My mom is, like, so funny when she watches Shark Tank. She, like, feels the need to, like, discuss it with all of us. Like, no deal. What's your, like, um, what's your projected <laughs> this... sales? Like, she is so into it and like mom like we're just trying to sit here and watch it and she's like no bad investment bad idea don't take it oh my god I'd love to sit with her and watch that but like Ash was like oh I don't want to watch The Apprentice this year and I was like what like I was like who am I going to talk to about like yeah. what they're doing but he's watching it with me <laughs> maybe I should watch it I kind of like it's that it's really stuff. good I love it but what else are you watching any good series um I'm re-watching Suits interesting i watched mark watched suits and i like watched it alongside with him but like if i miss an episode i didn't the care the beginning series is so much better yeah it's obviously rachel zane slash megan markle megan markle had to leave yeah um, and i just prefer it when they're all in it it's yeah so much better um so crazy that she like from suits to princess literally what a life <laughs> um how do you feel about her like, as a, as a princess, like, I as an America. I feel so sorry for her. Really? I think Oh, why? Well, because, like, now her life's so sheltered. Yeah, I just think she was such... I mean, I don't know her, but, you know, she was a kind of, like, buzzy, lovely American girl, and then she comes over probably having no idea what she's getting herself into, and all of a sudden she's had to completely change her life. And I don't know if you saw that interview of her um, a few weeks ago, and she was literally holding back tears. Like, is this the one that the she was like, no one asked me yeah. how I'm doing? Yeah, the journalist was, was like, really are sad. you okay? And she's like, thank you for asking. Like, yeah. 
no one's really and she literally looked like she was about to burst into yeah. she's I'm pretty sure she's had elocution lessons as well because she, she like um like how to speak properly kind of thing oh I need those because <laughs> she, she doesn't have that like American accent anymore it's kind of like it's yeah. like British with an American twang. I do feel bad for her in the sense that like all of her freedoms are kind of like straight. And you know like, what I hate is people who have said, oh, you know, she's just married him for like the fame kind of thing. I'm like, yeah. I don't know anyone you that would willingly... You to give up all your liberties. Yeah. yeah. In my opinion, she must be so in love with him to yeah. be living that life now. Yeah. I feel like he is kind of a catch. Like I've always had like a little crush. Really? Yeah. And Harry. It's got that, like, bad boy, like, thing going on for him. Um, but what were we just saying? What were you watching? Kind of went, went off. Oh, Suits. Oh, yeah. So I'm rewatching Suits. Um, really excited for you to come back. Same. December 29th, people. Is that when it is? Or oh, December that's, 30th. That's Mark's birthday. December 29th or 30th. Mark, what do you want to do on your birthday? Watch it. Watch but I was going to say, so I think that, was it last year? The year yeah, it was, it was when I was back in America. I remember we were texting me, about it. It was only bloody six episodes. Me and Ash watched it in 48 hours. Yeah. I hate so, series like that. And the reason, I was so ill last year over New Year, so. Oh, yeah. you had the flu, right? Such a bad case of the flu. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to work out, because it will be a binge watch. Yeah. I don't want to do that, like. I agree. We can catch up on it here, yeah. like your thoughts and stuff. Okay. I loved it. I also like just love him because I was it. a big Gossip Girl fan. Um, yeah. Super creepy. So creepy. Super interesting, like about how much information is okay on like yes. out there about us. And Ash, we, me and Ash, we actually rewatched it as well, like a few months ago. I think I did as well. And Ash was like, "Oh my god, like she's so stupid." You know, it was so obvious, and I'm like. I think that that could happen to me because I'm so oblivious. Oh, like, I'm if I was the being most followed, oblivious person in the if world. Talk, like, they're in New York City. If I was being followed around a busy city like London, I wouldn't have a bloody clue. No, same. Like, I'm the least self-aware person yeah, in the world. Same. And Mark actually gets, like, kind of mad. Ash was a police officer, though, so I feel like he's a lot more Oh, yeah, he has it. that, um, like, that... Not six cents, but he's, like, hyper-aware he of his will, surroundings. If he looks at a number plate once, he'll remember it. Like... I'm, like, the complete If he opposite. sees a guy that looks suspicious, he'll instantly memorise what he's wearing, what, like, brand his shoes are. Yeah. He's I'm, super, like, a sponge when it comes to that stuff. That's such a great skill. I'm literally the opposite. I, like, have the best, like, I think everyone's just here to have a good time. Yeah. And I, like, I, I like, literally am just so unself-aware. Yeah. Mark gets really mad at me because, like, he's, like... really annoyed at me as well. Yeah, he's, like, you're a target because yeah. you don't pay attention. But I was just, like, actually, I think the people that walk around who look really nervous and things, like, they're, they can be targets. I also think it's just a product of, like, growing up in New York. Like, mm. it's just life to me. Like, it's not... So true. I don't think See, that there's I think anything it's the opposite weird. For me because nothing bad like that ever happened to me. Yeah, I'm same. like, oh, everyone's fine. But I did actually get mugged at a train station once. When? Um, when I was in university. In London? Uh, no, it was out. Well, it technically was in London, but it was like quite far out of the city. Um, in Ickenham. Okay, I've heard of it. I don't um, know what it is. It was like two stops after where I picked you up from that time in Oxbridge. Okay. Um, and I was putting £20 on my Oyster card, because back then we had Oyster cards and you had to, like, top it up every week. Okay, so, so I have an Oyster card, but that's literally fine. literally went to slide my money in, and some guy just, like, ripped it out of my hands. <gasps> it wasn't, like, a full-on, like, aggressive market. You just let him take it, but I, yeah, Oh, God, yeah. Oh, but God, I was yeah. like, okay, and he just, like, ran off with it. And it shook me up a little bit. It wasn't electrifying, yeah. but... 
Yeah. Nothing, touch wood, nothing like that has happened to me, yeah. but sometimes, like, unfortunately, it does take something like that to, like, kick you into gear, which yeah. it really shouldn't. Like, we should all be hyper-vigilant. Like, close your bag on the tube and stuff. I'm the worst. Yeah. I'm literally yeah. the worst. Um, anyways, I'm also looking forward to the new season of Mar- Marvelous Miss Maisel, which you should really watch. It's on Amazon Prime. It's just, like, such a funny show about, mm-hmm. like, um, 1940s, I think, like, 1950s, like, um, Upper West Side, um... Manhattan girl just becoming a comedian stand up just really funny oh okay you should watch anyways um yeah that's kind of it and I'm planning or we are planning we just decided a Thanksgiving dinner yay I'm so excited because I'm obviously we don't do Thanksgiving in the UK yeah what's your perception of Thanksgiving I love I think it's like the nicest thing really yeah it's just like you get well my understanding of it is you get together as a family and make like this great spread of like food yeah and like lots not to love yeah it is <laughs> like, I, feel like, I feel like deep rooted like into the history of it I always feel like there's always stories about how it's like the weirdest holiday in the world because actually what happened is that like when people settled in America and they like kicked out all the um like the Native Americans mm-hmm. and then like then it was like them giving thanks to them it oh. was like kind of like a weird I don't, know history I don't really know the whole story to be honest I think it's something like that but I do remember last year someone being like the way that we've kind of like way it's expanded over the years like mm-hmm. it's really different to the true experience of what Thanksgiving was anyways yeah our family just like gets together family and friends and we just you know make a big turkey or like I never ate meat um, so there was always something for me. I literally would just, like, be happy having, like, all the side dishes, to be honest. Oh, I would um, do that. And so there's, like, turkey stuffing, like, mashed potatoes. My mom used to make, like, sweet mashed potatoes and then, like, mini marshmallows on top. Really good. And, like, That's put a bunch of sugar. American thing. Yeah, put a bunch of sugar in it. Um, and, like, maple syrup is so good. Actually, I should make that. It's really good. And then, like, a pumpkin pie or Mm. just like tons of dessert and just like yeah and like my mom made us all go around the table and say what we're thankful for that year and it was really nice we need to do that yeah it sounds so fun yeah that's it's a little update anything else uh that you're like currently living for just get trying to get through life (laughs) yeah seriously right (laughs) and trying not to stiffen up my legs are so sore after this gym class yeah no just I think it's so interesting getting older, like, not to sound like, like a wise old woman or something. I think you're pretty wise. It's like, you kind of, like, realise that you just want to work on yourself daily. Like, I don't think I'll ever get to the point where I'm like, I've got this wellness thing, like, down to a T. No, especially in our industry. I feel like yeah. maybe there are some kind of professions where you can just, like, you can reach a level where you are, like, a master at your craft. Yeah. But in a field that is in their it's always infancy. evolving. Yeah. yeah as nutrition. I don't think anyone, and there's such a difference in opinions and such conflicting research, like, there's always going to be two sides of the story, and because the research just takes so long to produce, like, the long-term studies, like, sometimes we don't really know until ten years after something. So true. So it just takes ages. But... I think we're going to dedicate a whole episode to what wellness means to us, and what it might mean for other people. I think a lot of people have asked us, like, why we chose the name, so... Working yeah. wellness. Um, it's like picking apart wellness. And yeah, a bit of a pun. Or not, a bit of it, like effing wellness. Yeah, in a polite food related <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, because it's like everyone has so many different ideas and opinions as to what it should or shouldn't be. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I agree. So should we get into the Q&A? Yeah, part? so we've got questions. 
Um, a lot of the questions were nutrition related, which is great. Like that's why we're here to like break down some of the, um, myths or things like that and just make the information more digestible. And a lot of them were like a bit personal, um, more general, more general. So a bit of everything. And as always, just like keep submitting your questions. Um, and maybe like in the future we can do like a few listener questions at the end, or if you prefer these style um, episodes where it's just like a bunch of Q and A's, then we can continue doing this. Cool. So first question, I feel like this has been answered a lot, but we'll go into it. Can you eat too much fruit? Okay. No. <laughs> it's the short answer. So I was going to say you can eat too much of anything. Yes. I should have, I should have said it like yeah, that. No, but you know, I, know I, I get where you were going with it, but I mean, if you single out, I don't know, your favourite fruit, let's say apples, because that's my favourite fruit. Pink Same lady. pink ladies. Um, always. If I ate, like, ten pink ladies a day, I'm probably not going to feel great. Well, yeah, because I think then if you eat so much of one food, one, it, you're probably just, in reality, just missing out on a lot of the other nutrients exactly. from the other like, foods. An apple is a nutritious food. Yeah. But, I mean... I get like and broccoli as well, like spinach. How much of it can you exactly? Eat? And it's like if you do eat too much, I'm pretty sure you'll experience a lot of bloating, totally um, trapped wind, like uncomfortable gas, just um, like digestive issues because yeah, there's just a lot like, of fiber. And then the same goes for like chocolate. Yep, you know, you'll you, feel yeah sickish. So if you love fruit, please do not be scared of eating it. Like I said, it's so nutritious. I would just say mix up the variety. Totally. I think what I meant, like when I first said like, no, you can't eat too much is that like, there's no restrictions, like there's no rules. Definitely. But I think that if you were to truly kind of listen to your body, I don't actually think you would like naturally have like 10 apples a day. Sorry if anyone hears snoring, Oscar is here and... He's We've a, got Oscar on the podcast today, and he's making himself heard. <laughs> maybe we should wake him up. As a typical Frenchie, he snores so loud. So, okay. I think he's, like, kind of quiet, but if anyone was wondering what the background noise was, it is the dog. Um, but, yeah, what I was trying to say is that, like, if you truly listen to what you want, maybe there are some days where you do want, like, yeah, five absolutely. apples. But maybe that's balanced out with you not wanting any apples the yeah. next day or whatever, however your balance looks like. But I don't think that, like, you can't eat, like, nothing's going to happen. Like, yeah. there's no restrictions on anything. Like, have what you want. Yeah. In a balanced, mindful way. Yeah. Does that make sense? 100%. Nice way to sum up, I think. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, we've had a question. I'm trying to be healthier. Just had a thought. Sorry. I'm not saying names at the moment because we haven't really discussed it. No, I Some think... people might want to stay anonymous. Maybe in, in the future, my we'll opinion, say. I feel like most people would prefer to stay anonymous. Okay, we'll do it that way then. So, another question. I'm trying to be healthier. Where do I start? Ooh, great. That is a good question. Great question. I will just say, first of all, being healthy is like such a oh my God, huge totally. umbrella term. I mean, we could... I mean, so my top tips would be make sure you're getting a good night's sleep. Yeah. (laughs) And that's nothing to do with nutrition, but it can have such a knock-on effect to, like, your behaviour the next day. Yeah. That would be my starting point. I think you just really need to sit down and, like, reflect within and just say, like, 
what are you looking to achieve? Yeah. Why are you looking to achieve it? Um, does it align with kind of like your values and, you know, your lifestyle? And then you can just kind of make like small little changes. Oh my God, I think that's so key. People, Don't make some huge overnight change. Yeah, and it's great to have long-term goals, mm -hmm. but it's really important to make sure that in the middle of it, you have these like short-term goals that like are more realistic because I can set out and say I want to run a marathon, yeah. which like Chris and I will never do because my body's not meant for running. Um, but like you're not gonna wake up the next day and run a marathon. I understand. I can't expect yeah. myself. Like there are so many steps that you have to take from now until then. Yeah. To get there, that I really think like set small, realistic, yeah. measurable goals. And don't Smart goals. don't set like restrictions. I would say like you know maybe up your fruit and veg intake or yeah. make sure you're including And the thing is, something. is that when you start to make positive lifestyle behavior changes, it has this trickle-on effect where, like, you'll start making other positive changes in other aspects of your life. And it could be, like, make sure you get, like, a 10 or 20-minute walk-in every day because being outside is so good for your exactly, mental health. Exactly, exactly. Um, I completely agree. So I think, like, have a little, like, think. What yeah. are you actually looking to achieve and yeah. why? Are you trying to improve your health to reduce your risk of future disease? Are yeah. you trying to improve your mental well-being? Or, like, have a think about why you're trying to accomplish this mm -hmm. and what is the most practical step for you practical, to take yeah. at this moment. So, like, if I was saying I wanted to train for a marathon tomorrow, like, it would be a really unrealistic thing for me to say I'm going to run 12 miles. <laughs> So, like, probably I Even would just, one like, mile for me take, would be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd probably just, like, maybe my first goal is to, like, look into running shoes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, 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 your first step might not even be, like, something that you can, like, totally action. Mm -hmm. But it might just be, like, how do I prepare for it? So yeah. maybe this week you're going to, like, maybe sit down and try to do a bit of a meal plan or yeah. something like that. Speaking of meal plans. Speaking of meal plans. So on a few episodes back, uh, we were talking about shopping lists and... I was very different to Barry in the sense that Barry plans all her meals before she does her food shop and I would like walk up and down the aisles being like what do I need? I have brought a whiteboard that is now on my fridge and I write down our meals that I'm going to shop for and I am bloody loving it. I'm so happy. I take so many less trips to the shops during the 100%. week. Do you find you're saving money? Yeah. It's literally... So and good. I like, and I say to Ash like if you want to know what you're having for dinner tonight like check, check the, the board. board. <laughs> I love it. That's literally what we so, used to do. Like, now I have it on my phone. Because um, I think if I gave Mark the option to see, he'd be like, no, can you change that? I'd be like, no, it is written down. Sometimes I'll switch habit. nights around for him. It's like, and sometimes it's options because I would have made like a big leftover turkey mince for him. That will be in like a lunchbox. So I'm yeah. like, if you don't want that, then you, you can, can have, have it. a leftover. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I have it on my phone now, but like my mom just used to put it on a little piece of paper and just clip it onto one of the magnets yeah. on the fridge. Um, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I'm glad. I was that like, you I was, I was like, Barry's gonna be so proud of me. I am. I actually, a few weeks ago, um, we, we tried on bridesmaids dresses at your yeah. house, and I saw it <laughs> hanging on your. I know. <laughs> it was, uh, it was a good, it was a good moment. I felt, yeah. felt proud of you. <laughs> Where were we saying? Okay, so um, I think we finished off on that question. Okay, cool. Um, I liked that question. Yeah. So next one is: Is breakfast the most important meal of the day? Very interesting question. And I feel like some of these, the way they're worded, they're just, like, really black or white. Yeah. But, like, I think that, I, like, we're so unique in the sense yeah. that, like, what works for someone, like, there are people who wake up and they're not naturally hungry till, like, 10, 11 o'clock. Yeah. And there are some people that wake up and, you know, are starving. 
But with that, I think making your first meal of the day really balanced is important no matter if that's at 7 o'clock in the morning yeah. or if it's at 11.30. So I, like, thrive off of breakfast. You do? Yeah. Um, and if I miss it, I feel like my whole day is out of sync. Um, so for me, it's, I guess, yeah. I it's your say, most important yeah. meal of the day. Um, in a sense. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't skip any meal, but yeah, <laughs> I, I have to start a breakfast basically. However, some people just wake up and you know they don't really have an appetite. No, they don't have an appetite. They have a different routine. That doesn't mean that they're dieting or they're eating less in a day. Yeah, it just means they're kind of pushed back with their times. Yeah, if you are skipping breakfast because you're on a diet or you're trying to reduce calories, that's that's a red flag. Yeah, yeah. if you're ignoring your hunger cues. Yeah. Um, I think that's a red flag. I think that what I will say is that, like, breakfast is going to look different for everyone. Yeah. And, like, your preferences and the time that it happens. But I think that, like, we should all be having three, at least three balanced meals a day. Yeah. Snacks here and there. Like, if that's, you know, if you're hungry yeah, in between yeah. your meals. Um, but I think that no one meal is more important. So, like, breakfast is yeah. no much more important than lunch, which is no more important than dinner. I just yeah. think... As, like, you have to look at it, like, as a total day or yeah. even, like, a week. Like, look, it, I think people, like, are really narrow in their thinking when it comes to kind of, like, health and nutrition because they take the single things and they're like, what about this? Yeah. And then this. And sometimes we just need to take a step back and just look at it as a the whole. Picture, like, yeah. a more holistic approach and just yeah. be like, all your ba- all your meals should be balanced, meaning they have a good source of protein, mm-hmm. fiber, healthy fats, carbohydrates, vegetables, fruits, whatever the day, obviously, like, not everyone likes a savory breakfast, you're not yeah. gonna, like, always get vegetables in, and obviously not every meal has yeah, to have vegetables. Yeah, and it's like, if you literally just wake up and feel like a bowl of oats, that's, that's fine. Like, that's fine. You know, you're probably then gonna want something more, like, fruity or vegetable at yeah. lunchtime. Yeah, I think that's fine. I just think that sometimes, like, what's the best thing I can eat after a workout? And it's like, all right, like, let's stop, like, putting things into these categories where yeah. it's, like, best and worst. Yeah, oh, gosh, And yeah. actually start looking at it from a more, like, like what overall... what do you feel like you physically need? Yeah. yeah. So is breakfast the most important meal of the day? No. no. Is it important? Yes. Yeah. Will breakfast look different on everyone? Yes. But should, should you eat if you're hungry first thing in the morning? 100%. I think as well, like, you don't have to feel hungry to eat breakfast. That's like, true. You might feel quite low in energy when you wake up, which makes total sense. So yeah. You just need to re-energise. You don't have to wake up being like, oh my god, like, my tummy's so hungry. Yeah. You can totally. wake up and be like, I need to re-energise. And also, like, it's like, if you don't eat now, you might not have time to exactly. eat till lunch. Like, 100%. if you have, like, a busy yeah. schedule. Oh my god, yeah. So sometimes, like, listening to your hunger cues is, like, not always a pr- no, applicable. because. Always. Sometimes I'll get up early and I have to leave the house by seven. Yeah. But like I'm not not always hungry. Some days I wake up hungry. Some days I don't. Yeah. But I always make sure that I have something because I realistically don't really have time to yeah. eat until twelve for lunch. Yeah. So interesting. I think we answered that. Yeah. Next question is an interesting one. Is there anything wrong with doing a juice cleanse? Surely there are some benefits. Interessant. So, who wants to go first? I will just say, again, going back to what I said before about, like, why you're choosing to make these healthy decisions, um, why are you doing the juice cleanse? Like, I think it's really important to ask yourself, like, what is the end goal? Because I'm sure there's a million other ways to get there that don't include restriction. Yeah. 
I, I mean, I, I'm going to guess that if someone's doing a juice cleanse, they're doing it because they either want to lose weight or, or like, cleanse. doing, detox. like, yeah, inverted commas here, detox. Um, yeah, we have, like, a ton of air quotes going yeah. on right now. Um, and I just wouldn't recommend it. No. I really wouldn't. I mean, the thing is, if you are doing it to lose weight, you likely will drop a few pounds if all you're drinking is juice. A lot of it's just going to be water weight because you're losing yeah. all your glycogen stores. That's, yeah, I was going to say the scales will tell you that you've lost weight. But, yeah. Um, you're going to be absolutely starving. You're going to be moody. Yeah. Is that worth so sacrificing bitchy. your mental health? Um, but it's also like, okay, hypothetically you do a juice cleanse, you drop 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Did you learn any healthy behaviors that are going to be sustained for the long term? Um, no. You learned unhealthy behaviors. Exactly. <laughs> so this isn't like long-term sustainable weight loss. This no. is like a quick, bad diet and someone wants your money. You you'll will, put it all back you on. You'll put the weight plus, back on. Plus more. Yeah. So. I think the answer to that is then no. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the caveat to that is that like. If you're doing it to try and you know, up your fruit and veggie intake. Yeah. You know, you can add a juice or a smoothie Yeah, to that's your what diet. I wanted to say, that there's nothing yeah. inherently wrong with a juice. Like, yeah. if you fancy a juice, if you like yeah, a juice, absolutely. like, I'm not going to lie, like, I really like the taste of a, what is it, carrot, apple, ginger juice. Oh, I know that you like that as it. well. Yeah. Like, I really like the taste of that. Am I using it as a meal? No. no. Am I, like, doing it every day? No. Mm. Am I doing it for any other reason besides the taste? No. But, like, if you like a juice... It's it like there are going to be some nutrients in it. Obviously, you sh- when you juice something and you like are left with the pulp and then you yeah, throw so that you away, strip the fiber. Yeah, you lose a lot of the nutrition. And fiber is very important. Exactly. So like, but if you're just eating vegetables and fruits, like obviously there will be some nutrition. Yeah. But I think it's how how are you? It's like the mentality behind exactly. The yeah. Yeah. Like, to be honest, in my opinion, the best way to have a juice, and my mom, I've definitely learned this from my mom, is just put a little vodka in <laughs> That's, like, my mom's, like, mentality. Like, our orange and ginger juice with some vodka. vodka. <laughs> Every time I... That's good, because it's orange as well. I literally remember just growing up, like, when juices were becoming more popular. Like, yeah. you know, you go to, like, Costco or something, and people are, like, trying to get you to taste their juice. And my mom's response would always be, like, mm, it'd be so much better with a little tequila. Oh, so funny. Which <laughs> is, you know... That's so fun. Tangent. So fun. Um, okay, so... Do you want to do your questions? I'll just keep yeah. doing mine. Um, I'll do one. You do one. Um... Someone asked us, how do we stay motivated? And I don't really know in which context they meant. Mm. Um, how do we stay motivated in our jobs? How do we stay motivated in our health? How do we stay motivated in general? It was kind of a broad question. Okay, so we'll just dive in as we yeah. think it. Um, so, my, actually, my sister says this to me, because obviously, like, I'm completely, like, I work for myself. I yeah. run my own business. You know, I don't necessarily have to be up at yeah. 7 in the morning. Um, I get up at the same time every day. Me and Ash rise very early because we know we're more productive in the morning. Yeah. So even when we're like, oh, could so lie in till like eight o'clock, we normally are both out of bed before seven. Um, and my rule for me is I have to be sat down at my laptop if I'm working from home that day. If I'm getting out and I'm going to meetings in London, it's obviously different. But half eight is like, I have to be sat down at my laptop. Started emails like nine o'clock. Absolutely. I also think it takes a very interesting personality, not interesting, 
but like to have that self-intrinsic motivation of like working for yourself like I think that you know as a whole I feel like society has been like you've made it when you work for yourself but like realizing that not everyone's personality is for that and you have that like intrinsic motivation that like is why you're so successful but like some people it might not come as natural to them yeah and I think I mean not everyone you know some people just want to work a job so they can afford to pay their rent yeah but I have I've always been like this. I have to feel like I'm achieving something. I have to be fulfilled. I think that's why we do what we do. Yeah. So, and I mean, if that slips, then I'm not in a good place. Yeah. I also think like there's a weird quality, and I see it a lot of nutritionists and dietitians that we tend to be like, kind of like people pleasers in a way, like in the sense that we just want to make other people happy and like we want to take care of others, Um, and it's because we just have this like innate need to like help people. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like a people person. Maybe that's the wrong word, but I do think, you know what I mean? Maybe we're I really, altruistic. Is that I think part word? of like me like feeling fulfilled in what I'm doing is helping people. Yes, definitely. That's what I mean. And I sometimes, I mean, it's tiring having a day of clients, I'm not going to lie. Yep. Like it's very mentally draining. And then at the end of that, I have to write up all the notes from my yep. sessions. However, when a client walks away feeling so much better than she did before she came in, that is like a feeling like no other and I, I will completely come agree. home from clinic and I'll say to Ash like oh my god like I know why I do my job 100% when you days. get those messages being like yes the light bulb went off and those like, moments and you just are... see them become so much more happy yeah yeah it's everything I completely agree maybe okay maybe people pleaser wasn't the right thing but we want to help people yeah that's what I meant yeah um just because like I mean, not that being a people pleaser is necessarily a bad thing. Like, it's nice nice to please other people. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just, like, a bit too sassy for that. Oh, I think that's great. I think I can definitely be a people pleaser at times. And I think that, like, that there can make you, like, a yes life. person. When sometimes, like, yeah. as we get older, then, like, we kind of realise, like, if that's not going to make us happy, then we don't have to do it. Yeah. But I, I tend... think that's what I learned from my, my job before I started my own business. Yeah. I think that I, like, I still have this, like, tendency to be a yes person. Um, oh, we all do. I, I would, I definitely do it. And you know when you make, like, plans or, like, you say you'll do something. Yeah. And then when it gets to it, you're like, you're like I really don't want to do that. Yeah. Why did I say yes? Yeah. I'm the same. And, Yeah. Okay, so how do I stay motivated? Um, I think, like you, like, it just has to be something that I really enjoy. Like, if I'm not enjoying it, like, I'm not going to be motivated to do it. And then that's kind of, like, a red flag in the sense of, like, should I be doing it in general? Yeah. Or, like, is there another way I can go about this that's Mm going to help keep me motivated? Um, When it comes to, like, making, like, having a healthy and balanced lifestyle, I think that I've just, like, over time just built up these habits where, like, it's no longer motivation. It's kind of just, like, autopilot. It's like I'm very, very, like, I need routine in my life. Mm -hmm. Even though, like, bizarrely, like, my job isn't very routine Mm because, like, every day can be different. But I need that kind of, like... Stability. That's why I wake up at the same time every day. It's like structure. I tend to eat at the same time most days, depending on my schedule. Um, so yeah, I feel like I need to have that kind of routine in place as well. Yeah, I agree. And then, yeah, I just think enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. Or like, yeah, just like make sure you enjoy Yeah, if you're unhappy and unmotivated to do what you're doing every day, then definitely question. Yeah, and just have like really good goals that you want to aspire to, but make sure that you enjoy, like I said before, getting there. Yeah. So if it's like motivation to like, I don't know, get a promotion at work, like why do you want that promotion? It's going to 
you know, making sure that that's... another thing, this may be going a little bit off topic, but, like, enjoy the journey that you're on. Yeah, that's what I was trying I to say. I have spent so many years of, like, especially when I was studying, I, like, I had to get my psychology degree, and then I had to get my nutrition degree, because, like, everything would be okay once I, like, got those degrees. Yeah. I really wish I just, like, enjoyed studying a bit more, and, like, accepted yeah. that I was on the journey to becoming Yeah, sometimes like, we can lose yeah. sight of the now, because we're so yeah. focused on the future. 100%. I agree. Um... Got a lot of questions asking what breed Bear is. <laughs> I get so many questions, and I feel like I tell everyone all the time, but I'll say it now. He's a Cavapoo. So, so what is that a cross between? A cross between a King Charles Cavalier and a Poodle. Cute. He's... What do people, like, think he is? Um, because think, he's very poodle ass. Yeah, they either guess Cockapoo or Cavapoo. Or, like, a Golden think, Doodle. Okay, so we have a Golden Doodle at work, like, one of the girls. Oh, and they're, they're like, um... They're very similar to bear, like oh, yeah. in every in every way, um, but they're just like bigger. Yeah. Um, but bear. So what's? I feel like cockapoo and cavapoo. So cockapoos tend to be a little bit bigger. Interesting. And they're definitely, in my opinion, more hyper and a bit more springy because they've got that cocker spaniel in them. Uh, I feel um, like I need to actually see pictures of the two of them next yeah. to each other. And cavapoos are quite. Um, bear is very very chilled. Yeah. He's quite anxious, but he's very chilled out. Yeah. Very easy. I know I can bring him, like, I'll bring him to meetings with me. I can bring him anywhere. And yeah. I know that he'll behave. Same. Um, the only time Oscar doesn't behave is when there are, like, multiple dogs around. Or, like, too oh, much yeah, stimulation. Yeah. And it's not that he doesn't behave, he just wants to play. Just play, yeah. Bear's like, oh, God, yeah. So me and Barry did, like, a working day from home oh together. Oh, my God. One time. It was a nightmare. And she brought Oscar over, and they were just a nightmare. Weren't yeah. They? I think if we brought them together again, because that was actually the only time they met. Yeah. If we brought them together again, they'd be a lot more chill. I think it just takes, like, constant exposure. Yeah. For them to, like... Like, get used to each other. Yeah, because I take Bear around to my parents' house a lot. They have a dog, George, and he's, like, our family dog. And they'll play for, like, the first 20 minutes, and then they'll calm down and be That's the same thing other. when we bring Oscar to Wales, and Mark's parents have um, a golden retriever, yeah. Charlie. Also, I love that, like, we all have... Um, like solid names. I you know, know I, I love like, that. I love yeah. Like Bear, Oscar, Charlie, yeah, George. George. I love the name George for a dog. I think it's the best name in the world. <laughs> um, but like, they're just like solid. Yeah. You know? They're just like strong cheap, names. Strong names. Yeah. I love it. Um, I'm very strong name. I like the strong name. Um, but yeah, I think he's like so chill unless he just wants to play. But yeah. with Charlie, he'll, they'll play for like 10, 15 minutes yeah, and then he'll both lie down. Chill. So, hopefully. Um, and if anyone didn't know, Oscar's a French bulldog, I feel like, which is so obvious. I feel like Even though some, some people ask if he's a Boston Terrier. Really? Yeah, because I think he's, like, so skinny. Oh, I Like, he's not say. as, um... He's, like, a true Frenchie. Yeah, he looks like a true Frenchie, but, like, he's just, like, generally, like, a bit longer and a bit leaner, a yeah. Frenchie, as, like, opposed to, like, some of them, you know, they can be so chunky. I think that's why people think Bear is a cockapoo, because he is a little bit bigger than the other Yeah. Guy. It's all about genetics. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, someone asked if we could um, switch accents. Oh my god, yes. Okay, so, what should we say? I know, I'll ask the next question. No, I'm literally so embarrassed. Um, in an American accent, and you have to reply in a British one. <laughs> I'm so nervous. Let me, like, find that, because I'm actually quite well. I feel like I'm quite good at American accents. You are. I don't want to laugh. So, when Mark does an American accent, he either can only do, like, a southern accent like full-on like texas like redneck yeah <laughs> or like 
a Kardashian style, just like, oh, like so sassy, like LA, Orange County, type. yeah, um, like Valley Girl accent. Um, okay. And I feel like I can only do one accent. Like I could only you can't do laugh me. at me though, because that will okay. throw me off. Okay, so I'm gonna have to try, take should I turn around. Side. Should I close my eyes? Yeah. Okay. I'm looking the other way. <laughs> okay, and you have to answer in a British accent. Okay. 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 So, I'm thinking of becoming a nutritionist or a dietitian. What's the difference? <laughs> it was so good. Was it? Ah! I always do it in front of Ash, and he's like, "No." I'm like, "What are you talking like?" He's just jealous. No, I thought that was really good. Thank okay, you. British accent. Oh my god, I I genuinely like, can't even think in a British accent though. So you know what I mean? Oh my god, this, I'm actually so embarrassed. Like I'm getting really nervous. <laughs> in autumn. <laughs> I can't do it. I feel like I either sound like... No, no, I do, but you have to do I, it. I think I either sound like I'm from Parliament, or I either sound like I'm a East a, London a cockney geezer. Like, hiya darling, where's the water? <laughs> <laughs> I literally just can't do it. Come on, please, okay. I want to hear you say like a full-on sentence. Okay, maybe I'll try and be a bit more posh. Yeah. If you want to become... A dietitian. <laughs> I can't do it. I feel like everyone just like, like over pronouncing. I feel like you're really straining yourself to try. I to am. Do it. I'm really okay, nervous. right. Let's another fact. So, like, the gist of the story is that I like I cannot do accents, and I can nail an American accent. Oh my god, there's just some things that I will always say with a British accent, like water. I just feel like it's so funny to put on like a Cockney accent with like water, yeah. water, water. <laughs> Or, like, um, there's some other things as well that I'll say with a British accent. Or, like, um, is there any basil on this? Like, because it's basil. Oh, yeah, you say basil. Okay, uh, I'm so. I'm now. Thinking about becoming a nutritionist or a dietitian, what's the difference? So, I think I'm right in saying that you don't have the two terms in America. Yeah, you might actually be better at describing the difference because, like, in America, you're either a dietitian or you're, like, unqualified. Okay, so... Um, sorry if that sounded mean. So but. we've got two um, bodies, like, governing bodies in the UK, the Association for Nutrition and then the British Dietetic... Association. Dietetic Association. Um, the British Dietetic... British Dietetic Association um, is the only one kind of recognised as... They're almost like, it's like a chartered name. It's because we have to be registered with the HCPC, which yeah. is like the, the medical, yeah, like the health professional yeah. um, governing body. So you can't even be accepted into the BDA unless yeah. you are um, registered with the HCPC, which yeah. is like what um, like other like medical professionals are registered with anyways yeah so dietitians will usually do a three to four year degree mm -hmm. um and they here in the uk will be trained in hospitals so they mm -hmm. can work with people with chronic illnesses and diseases um and in terms of being a nutritionist you will study for the same amount of time but rarely are we trained in hospitals i did do hospital placement with my master's but i mean it wasn't kind of to the extent that you do, I think you did, like, X amount of hours. 1,200. Yeah. So it wasn't anything like that. I did, like, 40-hour a week. Yeah. Um, and nutritionists who are registered will work in public health or work with you to kind of optimise your well-being. But I would never work with someone who, um, I don't know. Has, like, Crohn's. Yeah. 
or like um I probably even wouldn't work with someone who had like severe IBS like yeah. I wouldn't feel confident doing FODMAP diet yeah or anything like that so it's more kind of like public health that I work in and Barry if she wanted to could work on a hospital ward yeah so it's like a bit different in America so like like we said like there's no thing as like a registered nutritionist yeah so you have to do like a four-year undergrad degree there's like a few different ways you can do it actually because a lot of people want to go back and study to be a dietitian so there's ways to do it quicker um but you do have to take like some fundamental courses if Mm. you go down that route but anyways I did a four-year degree in dietetics and then you have to apply for your dietetic internship so it's kind of like a doctor's matching residency program like you might not get matched yeah um I was very lucky that I got matched the first time um and then you have to do a series of 1200 hours supervised clinical well not all of them are clinical but like supervised practice hours um so I worked in hospitals I had my own wards that I was like acted as like a real um dietitian and you just get your stuff signed off on Mm -hmm. um by whoever was your kind of like um mentor or manager or something like that but yeah I worked on ICUs so doing things like tube feedings or um parenteral so like skipping the tube and like putting it directly into your veins um things like that I was working on like cardiac med surge um anything that you were in the hospital for it could be like um kidney failure or uh, diabetes, or literally, like, you just had a hip replacement. Or I was telling you before, like, one of the hospitals, the job I had before I moved here and completed my master's, I was working in a smaller hospital that also had a drug and alcohol detox Mm. and rehab center, which is a really interesting area of, like, nutrition and things like that. Um, So, um, addiction, nutrition, very interesting. Not going to go into it now. But, yeah, so very trained clinically but then I actually learned that I don't actually enjoy clinical work as much because what I found was really missing was I'd see the patient but like I didn't have time to build that rapport with them so by the time they like left the hospital I have no idea what happened to them after they left I think what's really different as well is obviously the clients I work with come so willingly to see me yeah they come to see you I went to go see them yeah and you were kind of it was like yeah, they you had to go see yeah. them, and it was like a necessity for them that yeah. they had to see you. And they're and they're not always willing to. Hundred yeah. percent. And that was kind of why it makes your I, job a lot more difficult. Than yeah, <laughs> and that's why I don't work in a clinical setting. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, we did our masters, and we had a clinical um, kind of like um, what do you call it? Rotation placement. Placement. Um, but yeah, no, I um prefer kind of like more private. So uh, you prefer. Work. I mean, I guess you could call yourself a registered nutritionist here, to a degree. Because, yes. Yeah. I guess my, my master's would have qualified me as that. Yeah. So oh, I yeah, it would have done, yeah. I don't think there's, like, point in being both. No. No. I, did, I mean, I definitely didn't want to go down the clinical route because yeah. I don't enjoy being in a hospital setting. Yeah, same. I think all yeah. the time. And I'm, like, the roles I do, like, I work with a lot of brands and do consultancy work for different companies, and I love doing that. Yeah. So it's just, to me, it's more fun. Yeah, and totally, like, that was the only route I had, and I really do like it, like, I love science and math, so, like, there was a point where I wanted to be a doctor, but then I literally faint at, like, the sight of a needle in blood. You're a faint. Um, I literally (laughs) fainted the other day, I took Oscar to the vet, and he had to get, like, his nail clipped, and there was blood, and I literally fainted. Um, So, that's why I'm not a doctor or a nurse, but I really loved, you know, science and medicine and stuff like that, so kind of one of the reasons I went into nutrition. Um, and then I really, when I was in the hospital, like I thrived on it. Like I love reading patient charts and like putting together the blood values and Mm -hmm. kind of like giving my recommendation, having that interaction between the doctor and the nurses and really feeling part of the care team. Yeah. 
But at the same time, the satisfaction that we were talking about before, it was just like personally satisfying, but I didn't get that like patient satisfaction kind of like that. I was actually truly like making a difference to them for the long term. It was very like short lived. And yeah, that's why I went the other way. Yeah. So any other questions? Last one is bloating every day normal. A hundred percent. Yeah. So I always say if it's painful bloating, it may not be normal. Yeah. And you may need to go see your GP or a registered dietitian. I also think there's like no like such a subjective term, the word bloating. Like so true. Like your what you classify as bloating might be so different than someone who has like a true like someone who's undiagnosed with celiac and is having like Mm. bloating due to gluten. Like that's very different to how we feel like maybe after a large meal. Yeah, I have such a vivid memory. Me and my sister were in Ibiza, and we had this, like, full-on addiction to peach rings, the sweets. Oh, yeah. Um, and we were, like, eating them every day, because there was this shop in Ibiza that just, like, sold the best peach rings. And we said to ourselves, like, one day, or, like, let's not eat sweets today. We did. Had, like, so many sweets. Um, and in the evening, we were literally, like, lying on the floor. We were <laughs> so bloated. Like, that may be one of the most... Actually, no, that's not... We went to a cinema in LA and we went to the sweet shop beforehand, got so much food, finished the whole thing. Like, we both had our individual, like, And when bags. you're in the cinema and you're just, like, you mindlessly eating, you don't realize how fast you're eating. when we, like, stood it. up, we were, like, in pain. Like, so, yeah. that is the most place we've ever so been So, I, <laughs> I get really bloated quite easily because I wear a hot, lot of high-waisted um I even, I bloat things. daily. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, have, I mean, obviously, like, if you're bloating severely, which is accompanied by other gastrointestinal, yeah. like, symptoms, like, consult your GP, get a referral yeah. to where you need, like, that's not normal if you're, like in like really really poor like in a poor way and it's accompanied by like other things but like the odd occasional bloating is like so normal I always say as well to my clients like your tummy is never going to be as flat as it was in the morning at the end of the day yeah I mean you know you've drunk hopefully a decent amount of water you've eaten three meals um so of course your tummy's going to be a little bit bigger in the evening yeah and it will go down again in the morning yeah but as long as it's not uncomfortable and it's not like every time you eat kind of thing we can be accepting the fact that we're going to bloat in the evening particularly as women (laughs) a hundred percent like that's such a good point like hormones come into play and also like i have really short legs so everything i wear has to be high-waisted to give that elongated like (laughs) visual appearance and like i was just saying before like sometimes i can go leave work and I'm, like, quite hungry because it's, like, dinner time. Yeah. And I'm so starving that I feel like things in my stomach are, like, starting to move. But I'm wearing, like, high-waisted leggings or high-waisted jeans. Yeah. And, like, I'll come home and I will be in so much pain. And just, like, from sitting down in high-waisted trousers mm-hmm. sometimes can bloat you. So, like, roll roll them down. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes I do. Yeah, like, unbutton your jeans. Definitely don't try and, like, hold your tummy in oh with your God. high-waisted jeans. Like, undo no. that button. Put and some sweats if, on. if you're really struggling to get, like, into them, they're probably not your size. Yeah. <laughs> so no, true. It's so true. I feel like I used to fall into this trap. I think where, like, that I is had another a... thing. We're not supposed to have super flat, like, 
hard yeah. uh, stomachs. So, yeah, it's not enough. Yeah. It's not, I mean, it might be natural for some, depending on your body type, but, like, yeah. in reality for Except most women. Except we're all different, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I feel like there was a point where, like, I was in between jean sizes. Actually, this is quite recently, actually. Um, and I used to always be like, oh, well, like... I'll see if I can fit into, like, the smaller ones. But then, actually, I was like, why am I trying to manipulate my body into fitting and then have the potential of me getting bloated? Because whenever I wore those pairs of jeans that were the size smaller, I'd always get bloated. And they fit. Like, they got on. They could close them easily. And I've always been, like, in between sizes and depending on the brand. Went up a size. Yes, they might be a little big here and there. But my God, I feel so much much more comfortable. And it's like, why do we feel the need to fit into clothes that actually don't make us feel comfortable? Like, that's not the right size for us. Always with, like, jumpers as well. I'll every time go a size up. Yeah, jumpers, I always go for that baggy one. But, like, trousers and stuff sometimes, like, jeans, like, I always be like, oh, no, this is my size. But then in reality, like, oh, my God. For me, comfort is everything. Comfort is everything. It was probably, like, a year ago that this, like, revelation, like, kind of happened. And... Everything fits so much better. Yeah. And I'm so much less bloated. Do you have any more questions? Because mine... Um, I had a few, but I feel like we actually spoke a lot. We talked about a lot, yeah. And maybe we can just save them for, like, the next few episodes. Maybe we'll just do, like, two questions at the end of next episode. Okay. Cool. So if you guys have any other questions, like, keep submitting to them. If you like the style of a podcast where, like, every few topical mm-hmm. um, episodes we'll do, like, a Q&A. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Um, and as always, follow us on Instagram at Forking Wellness. Yeah. Rate, re- rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. And now we are going to go pass out and um, melt into the couch. And spend the rest of the evening just eating comfort food. <laughs> totally. Oh my god. Alright guys, have a great rest of your week and we'll catch up with you guys next week. Yeah, bye guys. Bye.